Okay, Ben Lawrence. Can you hear me at all, Ben? I can hear Ben. Ben may not be able to hear me, but you, the people at home, hang on. You it's can on my side. I can't hear, hear you, but it's on my side. Ben. Trying, ben trying is saying that it's on. on his side. He can't. He, it's on his side, so that's good. Uh, ben will notice that I am uh, opening food, even though he won't be able to hear me say it. He might actually mention it. We'll see. This is a unique situation because I can hear Ben, so I'll know what he's saying. Right now, he's making humming and hawing noises, which you, if he's recording on his side, you'll be able to hear that on your side. He may not be recording yet, though. Because I sort of jumped right into it. And so we're, we're going to find out together. Um, I'm going to show Ben really quick what it is that I'm eating. Even though he's not going to be able to see. This is uh, my dinner. Uh, I'm having uh, some spicy chicken. And some pineapple spears from Hawaiian Bros. <clears throat> which I just learned is what the people that work there call it. Not Hawaiian Brothers. Which is what I was calling it. And so, in this way, we're starting the podcast a little bit late, like five minutes late, and we're starting without Ben, because there's some audio issues going on on Ben's side. But, it is still the podcast. I can't hear you, and I don't know why. Ben says he can't, he doesn't know why he can't hear me. But I can hear myself through my headphones. I don't know. Let me see oh. if I'm hmm. if I'm muted. No, I'm not on mute. I'm definitely not on mute. And I can hear Ben. And I'm not on mute. And uh, let me make sure. Let's go one more, and we'll say more. Uh, I'm not going to disconnect audio. No, I'm not. What Meeting is going settings. On? I'm going to go to meeting settings. I'm going to look up. Um, let's see. I'm I'm still looking. This is this is fun for the people at home. Normally, if you're if you're a longtime Goody Lawrence listener, you know that this is part of the course. Let's figuring out why one of us can't hear the other person. Now Ben says it's on his side, which may be true, but I always suspect. That maybe it's a problem on my side, which is why I keep on checking as well. I got my headphones on. I'm going to turn Bluetooth off on my phone just in case that's yeah. Just keep talking. Some issues. I'm gonna to have to figure this um, out eventually. I mean, because I can hear Ben, so that's not that's not what it is. But you know, every little bit helps. So I'm just going to turn Bluetooth off on my phone. Nothing. So Bluetooth is, is now off. Sound. And. Ben says nothing is making a sound. Well, you can hear him. I'm not going to tell you what he says because you can hear him. Uh, whoa, unless he's not recording, in which case you can't hear him, which is possible. Well, guess what? I... Um, it sounds like Ben is probably going to disconnect, and I'm going to call him back. This is my guess from what I'm seeing on his side. He's. You can't see him, obviously, unless he is streaming at this point. And somehow you can hear me and not him. Jesus, fuck. But, um, oh, he just swore. So it's probably not being recorded on his side. It is being recorded on my side. Oh. Hey, I, ben, ben just heard me. Yeah. I, ben. Uh, that's why I swore is because uh, I found the button that turned my volume back on, and it was really, really loud. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. But hey, I'm back, and guess hey, what? Hey, you're here. Now we're streaming, yay! Yay! All right, well, I say we just, uh, we started the podcast four minutes ago. What 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 say we just keep on soldiering on, Ben? Let's just keep on keeping on. Paul Goody! Hey! So I mentioned to you, even though I don't think you heard me at this point, is that this is something from what I've been calling Hawaiian Brothers. But it really is, <coughs> apparently, Hawaiian Bros, B-R-O-S. Yeah. 
and it's very spicy. <laughs> I think I've just destroyed my voice. You're eating during the podcast? I thought that was I a no-no. I am eating during the podcast. Yeah, um, I, I think that a, a longtime listener Steve McCandless would say, um, oh no, you're doing something that might alienate your audience? Whatever. <laughs> oh no, you're doing something that might alienate your audience? <laughs> That's nice. I like it. Um, so, yeah, so it is, um, let's see. Thursday, April 6th, Thursday, 2023. And I just returned from my vacation to Toronto last night. How was that? It was really good. I love Canada. It's, it's a great, great, uh, country to visit. I'd never been to Toronto before, but it was really nice. As one might suspect. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that um, I didn't really think about at the time, but being in a hotel, like a nice hotel, is yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, to- you don't really have to do a lot on your vacation if you're in a nice hotel. They do it for you. I had breakfast there every morning. It wasn't a buffet breakfast. It was a breakfast to sit down. Yeah. And eat breakfast. And I didn't realize, Ben, the price differences between Canada and the U.S. being what they are. Um, Even if you're in a big city like Toronto, you feel like, you know, when you look at how much you're spending, um, you feel really good. Sometimes, because you're like, I got all this and it's seventy dollars. Oh wait, no, that's actually only whatever. Right. Oh shoot, I didn't bring it down with me, but I wonder if it's worth me going upstairs. No, maybe not. This will be a teaser. Okay. Uh, for a, a, a future podcast, I'll show you the the banjo lily that I got Ooh. in Canada. Yeah. The thing that's really great about it, yeah, it's uh, it's good time is what it's called, and it was by a company called. I'm gonna look it, look it up just to make sure I get it right. Um, it's a company out of California that sells it, even though I bought it in Canada. Um, the company's name is Good Time, or no, that not the company. The banjo, the banjo style, is Good Time, and it is. Oh, Deering. That's what it's called. Deering. D-E-E-R-I-N-G. Deering. The Great American Banjo Company. Mm. Uh, They're from California. And uh, Spring Valley, California. Deering Banjo Company. Banjo Ailey's are pretty cool. What they have done, Ben, is created a monster that is in wonderful. You? <laughs> yes. I am now a wonderful monster. No, it's <laughs> a regular sized banjo drum with a ukulele sticking off the top of it. If you can imagine. Most banjo ukuleles are you know, smaller ukulele size with a with a ukulele size banjo drum. Yeah, this is a regular size banjo. It's just it's it's amazing. So it's like and it's, it's like a the penny farthing of instruments. It is the penny penny farthing of instruments. Yes, and it sounds really good. And I mean, the neck is like no other banjo neck, or not not sorry, not <laughs> banjo, no neck. other ukulele neck. It's so solid. This doesn't sound like it'd be a selling point, but it hurts my fingers to push the strings <laughs> down sometimes. Yeah, that's not really a selling point. But it's because it's it's so it's not weak. It's a it's a solid instrument. So remind me why Someone y'all else. went to Toronto in the first place. Jennifer wanted to go. We had gotten passports a while back. Jennifer wanted to go to another country uh, of some kind, and we none of us wanted to fly. 
So our choices were Mexico or Canada. Canada is closer. And I got a chance to speak French to some people. Oh, really? Uh-huh. So that was really good. Also, we uh, we got to drive through Detroit. How was that? Does it make you want to live there? Well, here's the thing. Did you know that Detroit is just over the river from Canada? I did. That was pretty cool. The fact that you could just drive over a bridge and you're in Canada. Um, and I mean, it. here's the thing. Detroit and St. Louis look a lot alike. Yeah. You know, oh, this used to be a cool building. That That's kind of, you know, something that you think about. Um... But there were there, but there was some investment in the city still. I mean, you know, there, there. I saw. I saw a police car, and I know this sounds weird, but it was a Detroit police car, and the fact that it was a Detroit police car. Felt, like. It made it special. It made it, okay that it was a police car. I don't. I know that sounds weird, but. It just had this sort of weird, iconic feel to it. Hmm. Um, in a way that... I think if I were to move to Detroit, every day that I would get up and go anywhere, I would just be like, I'm in Detroit! This is Detroit! And it would feel... It would feel interesting. I think we talked about this last week or a couple of weeks ago in that yep. um, the Detroit economy got really uh, depressed once all the automotive companies left. And mm-hmm. uh, you would always see these, like what were once grand mansions uh, that have just fallen into disrepair. And there was like so much like land and real estate that was up for really cheap in Detroit, which meant that a lot of artists were moving there and a lot of and film industry was going mm-hmm. there too because Michigan was like, hey, come make your film in, you know, come make your post-apocalyptic film in Detroit. We got just what you need. Yeah. Uh, which means now that they're investing in the city, which means it's actually not as good for artists anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, now I'm wondering how true that actually is. Well, I mean, you can get... A three-bedroom, two-bath house for, like, $70,000. So, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's about how much it costs in Edwardsville. So... Yeah, that's not a lot for a house. You you can't even buy a parking spot for that in Seattle. Did you see the TV or, or the film Barbarian? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, that was filmed in Detroit. Barbarian. Is That's what I was thinking a, about. It. Yep. Like a Conan. Low kind Winter of thing? Sun. Oh no, no, not at all. I don't want to tell you anything about it. It's a horror film. <laughs> ah. Um, Low Winter Sun was filmed in uh, Detroit. Do you know about Low Winter Sun? I do not. Low Winter Sun was a movie, uh, like a TV movie in Great Britain. Two episodes, starring Mark Strong. As a um, police officer. Spoilers, but not really. I mean, it's, this is the entire plot of the film. He uh, kills somebody. Kills a uh, fellow cop. And uh, thinks he can get away with it, but then there are problems. They um, can never get away with it. Low Winter Sun was a American remake from AMC... Same lead actor, same character, but instead he's a cop in Detroit. Mark Strong playing the, the it's, it's very similar, you know, plot-wise and everything like that. It's just kind of fun uh, because it's sort of science fiction. It's sort of everything everywhere all at once yeah. um, if you put the two of them together. But, of course, you know, it's... Uh, there's no actual continuity between the two. 
There, that reminds me of a um, a British show starring David Tennant called Broadchurch. Yes. And yeah. The, uh, it may have even been AMC, but the Americans um, remade it. I'm looking up the yep. American name because it's not. It, they didn't call it Broadchurch, but he plays David Tennant plays the same character. He's got sort of an American accent in it. I was actually yeah. a little charmed to see how bad his American accent was. I think he's the only. He's the only one who returns. Um, I can't find the new name of it, but yeah, and but it was it was uh, interesting because it's the same, sort of like the same kind of plot. I I watched. I want to say I watched all of the American version. I can't. Uh, don't hold me to that though. Um. Grace Point, that's the name of it. Wow. Grace Point, and his name is different, but it's essentially the same show. It's a remade show starring David Tennant. Um, Olivia Coleman was in the British version. It looks like Anna Gunn is the Olivia Coleman role. Um, you might know Anna Gunn from uh, Deadwood or Breaking Bad. Who did she play in both of those things? In Deadwood, she was um, uh, 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 oh, oh, the wife of yeah, the yeah, lead yeah, yeah. guy. And in Breaking Bad, she was Skyler. Is she Skyler? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it took me a second. Timothy well, yeah, Oliphant's character. I can't remember... I've seen I've seen Deadwood. I, th- I want to say I've seen it three times, like all the way through. For some reason, I can't remember the, his character's name. The sheriff. Yeah. I There's like Else- the elephant. He's Else good. Swearingen and. Oh man, that's gonna bother me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Old age, man. Old age. Uh, we were talking. Jennifer, Benny, and I were all talking about how we feel. Horrible Bullock, today. Seth Bullock. Like, like you got a um, Canadian hangover. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, I mean, we we left around ten their time, which is be like around nine our time. Ten a.m. Got back, but this is not from Canada. We were leaving from um, Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, and we got back here around seven thirty. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be a uh, you know a a, a seven hour drive. We we ended up doing it in you know a lot longer because we stopped. You know, yeah. like you should. Yeah. Uh, go to the bathroom, also, get gas, get snacks. Yeah. There's also bad weather. Um, and one thing that happened that was interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if you've ever witnessed this. But it it had it gave us sort of a sense of community. Um, we were all trying to. There was a huge traffic jam. We were all trying to get around this traffic jam. Uh, there were like eight of us, and the route took us uh, to a bridge that we were supposed to turn on, and there was a semi and another semi. And semi-driver number one was a dude, and he was trying to get onto the bridge, and his truck wasn't aligned properly to get onto the bridge. And there was a... The other driver, who was a woman, was telling him what he needed to do to get across the bridge, and he wasn't listening, right? So she's outside his cab, and she's like... Yeah, and she's like gesturing, and he's like throwing his hands up in the air and like pointing. Ain't no woman gonna tell me how to drive my truck. Well, that's you know who knows, but (laughs) she was shaking her head and walking away and stuff. And all of us, the eight cars, uh, had to back up. Yeah. And he tried it a couple other times, not doing whatever it was that she wanted him to do, and eventually backed out and and went down the road the opposite way to like turn around or whatever and as soon as he did that she 
just turned exactly as she was t- trying to get him to do. Cross the bridge, no problem. We all got across. <laughs> and it was so it was a, a little bit of a wonder to behold, man. Yeah. Of course, you know that's how it works out. Um. Let's see. We did some fun things. The the skull museum that we wanted to go to was closed. Skull museum. Mm-hmm. Now what museum is museum these... of skulls? Human skulls. But, um, uh, animal skulls. Maybe every human skull, skulls, every kind know. of skull. Lots of skulls. Um, but they were closed. But we went to the greatest place that I've been to in a while, bookstore wise. It's one of those cases where you know we we could have left with almost every book they had. They're just weird <laughs> and wonderful books. Yeah. And it's called The Monkey's Paw. The Monkey's Paw. I never noticed this about the phrase monkey's paw. But if you say it very quickly to two excitable people, what it sounds like you're saying is we're going to the monkey spa. <laughs> uh, and the excitement of that possibility, I mean, what is it? Are you, are you giving Manny Petties to the monkeys? Are they picking are the they nits the one, out of you? What? Yeah, giving exactly. the Manny Petties to you. But, uh, but no, the monkey's paw had a... Uh, a book vending machine. And uh, Jennifer got a book by J. Edgar Hoover. And I got a book um, of animals from Nigeria. So it is kind of like the Oracle at Delphi in, in a, a way. like From J. Edgar Hoover? Yeah. Like, I mean, that written was by the him or about him? Sur- written by him, yeah. Hmm. I think it's called The Great Deceivers or something like that. Uh, she's going to read it. She believes it's probably about communism, which I can understand. Um, let's see. There. Oh, we had shawarma. Yeah. Uh, finally. Have you never uh, had it before? Which is pretty good. Uh, I hadn't had it. I, yeah. I think she might have, but I don't. I don't know for sure. Um, and then. Oh, I mentioned already, I had breakfast at the place. Uh, the first day I had a fit meal, uh, which is pretty good. A uh, fit next meal? Next day I had the, just the French the, toast. Just like a healthy meal, or? Yep, exactly. Egg white omelet with spinach and, you know, uh, chia pudding and yeah. some other stuff. And then the last day, uh, so I had French toast the second day, uh, which is fine, you know, French toast. Uh and then the last day we had, I, I had, uh, they were all sleeping, right? This would be a thing. They'd be sleeping late, so I'd go out and, and have breakfast and stuff. Um, the last thing that they that I had was their chia uh, parfait, and it was not only the, it was my last day there. Uh, it was the last meal I had at the breakfast place. And it was the last time they were going to be serving the chia parfait. They were taking it off the menu. So it was pretty. It was pretty great. Number of lasts. Yep, exactly. Felt felt nice. Um, oh, uh, Betty and I made a an error, or I maybe I made an error and I brought Betty along with me on it. <laughs> um, it's a it's a twenty one story hotel. Or 22-story hotel. Okay. Um, and we took the elevator all the way to uh, the the 21st floor. You couldn't get to the penthouse. Um, but there Not was a stairwell. Yeah. There was a stairwell that, that took you all the way up to the roof. So we went on the stairwell all the way up to the roof, and it was a alarmed door. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, so we didn't. We didn't take the alarms door. Okay. Uh, and then we couldn't key ourselves back in. Oh, no. Uh, so we had to walk down all uh, 18 floors. 
because we found the third floor somebody had propped it open. So we got in through the third floor. Um, and then for the rest of our trip, we couldn't walk anywhere because our calves were just tight. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe. I once worked in a 42-story building downtown Seattle. Can I was you say on, which building? It was the Russell Investment Center. Okay. And I, I was on, I think at this point, I was on the 40th floor. The fire alarm went off. And uh, as you know, when fire alarms go off, you cannot take the elevator. That's right. Um, and it's not like you're just not allowed to. They shut them down. Right. And fortunately, we weren't, we didn't have to walk all the way down. We didn't have to walk 40 floors down to the ground. We just had to walk to like 20. You know, there was like, um, like a like a sanctuary for like an alarm. The building obviously wasn't on fire, so it wasn't a big right. emergency. But um, they were like, okay, well, we got to follow protocol. We'll go to the twentieth floor. The twentieth floor door was locked, and so uh, we ended up standing in that stairwell for I swear to God, forty-five minutes to an hour kind of like slowly creeping down as people, the only way, the only reason we were like, we made any headway is because people just decided to nope out and just go all the way down or, or tried to key into other floors that they were able to get into. And, uh, that's, I think that's, uh, yeah, that after, after that experience, the, uh, the facilities managers there were like, yeah, we need to, we need to work on this because otherwise yeah. 20 floors of people are going to burn alive in the stairwell if this was a real yeah. fire. Oh, speaking about which, I was in Key Tower um, working customer service for Amazon.com uh, when Y2K was supposed to happen. And oh, yeah. so we were all thinking, what if we're stuck in Key Tower? Yeah. Um, in some ways, we thought it was safe. You know, because people, if you remember, people were afraid of, like, riots happening, stuff like that. It was... Nuclear war, you know, too. I mean, everybody's like, the exactly. Russian computers can't handle this, and they're going to launch the nukes. Um, so we so we were just doing that, um, and one of the people that wasn't there, like, we, we called... Uh, like they either they called us, we were on the phone. One of our friends in customer service was, was there, and they said that in their building, uh, when it reached midnight, their landlord went down to the fuse box and turned everything off. Jesus, <laughs> as like a prank, and that good prank, me, yeah. It's a, oh, speaking about which, April first came and went. Uh, while we were it in did. Canada, yeah, no, uh, no pranks for me. Do they not celebrate enough. April Fools in Canada? Well, maybe they do, but uh, not being on social media, I, I am spared so much of the companies having the fun. Yeah, that was little that was Saturday. Oh, that's what I did. I uh, uh, my April Fools. I spent um, working on a short film where uh, two people went around Seattle and uh, and tried teriyaki, like compared oh. teriyaki at different different places in Seattle. And then we uh, we came back to Annex and well, we I came back to Annex and we watched a couple movies for the birthday of a company member. Oh, nice. Uh, were they movies the company member wanted to watch, I'm guessing? Yes. So we watched like, what are your Tremors, movies? Tremors mm. and The Mummy. The Mummy, of which I have actually never seen until I saw um, it on the, Saturday. The Brendan Fraser one? or Yeah, the 1999 masterpiece starring Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz. And wait, does it also star The Rock or is that The Mummy 2? He's not in that one. I don't know which mummy movie he's in. I know that he does appear because they have a whole spinoff, right? But he's not in the mm -hmm. first one. The Scorpion King. Whatever one says the yeah. Scorpion King. Um, let me think. Uh, 
the uh, something happened in the news. What could it be? <laughs> oh, actually, we'll do this one first. Um, Ben's gonna get some news. Um, Ben's gonna get some news. There was a story that we saw a lot when we were in Canada. It was mostly about the United States, but there was a Canadian element to it that made uh, a lot of people um, talk about it in Canada. Do you know what it is? Is it the announcement of the crew that is going to go back to the moon on the Artemis mission? That is exactly correct. Right on. Um, one of the crew members is a can Canadian, um, and so got a lot of airplay. So yeah. let's uh, let's find out, Ben, if you can remember. Um, there was a joke that was made. Did you did you see the announcement? No. Okay, well, you may not get this, but I'll just mention it. There was a joke that was made. Um, during the announcement that made Jennifer kind of roll her eyes and groan. Jennifer, my wife, Jennifer Pratt, Jennifer Fact Checker. Um, not simply because the joke wasn't really even a joke, but, but because it seemed to her to be bad planning on the mission's part. Uh, there is one member of the crew who is not only the only woman... But also the only what on this new crew? Is she the only person of color? No. Oh. Um, because I can see a really bad. She is joke. not a. She is in fact not a person of color. Um. She's uh, not only a woman, but also the only what on this crew? Yep. Is she the only homosexual on the crew? No. Um let me let me make let me make a, a little bit of a hint. It is the the fact that she's the only one of these might affect the mission. It could affect the mission. If something were to happen to her. She's the only doctor. No. <laughs> you you you're on the right track though. You're on the right track. It's a it's some sort of profession. She's like the flight engineer or something. She is the only engineer on the crew. Yeah. They said if something get if something gets broken and needs to get fixed, we know who we're going to talk to cuz she's the only engineer. And everyone laughed. It's like that doesn't have to be funny. That could is be there uh, like, Is it like a poet and a house painter and No, no, the other a guy folks who are, studies are, rocks. There are there are lots of <laughs> test pilots. Um there's a there's the main pilot Right, and then there are there are some guys also know how to fly a thing, yeah, and all that. Uh, the main pilot is the person of color on the crew. That well, was the only, I mean, that was the other thing that that Jennifer said when it started. Um, it's the the guy in his speech said, um, uh, "We're gonna have the the first the first person of color and the first uh, woman," and Jennifer went. There's going to be a person of color, a woman, and the rest are going to be white, white guys. dudes. Yeah, and it was. Um, but but yeah, we were we were we were both like maybe maybe <clears throat> maybe just like another engineer maybe maybe <laughs> someone else with and I, the one thing that he said was you know maybe somebody does have engineering skills. But well, it, I mean, it, I. It, the I joke was, the joke was that she was the only one who was going to be fixing things because she was the only engineer. That's it. Whether or not it's really true, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know how big this um, the crew vehicle will be, but there's four people. There's four of them, right? I mm -hmm. mean, they probably have to be very selective depending on what, like, who goes. Yeah. Because, like, you need the pilot, you need the engineer, you need whatever, you know, the, the gunner, you know? I, they yeah. probably don't need to shoot fire guns in space, but, um, you know, everybody has their job. And so it's like if, it, not just her, but if somebody else gets incapacitated in some way, they're, yeah, they're, they're going to be in a bad place. If anybody on that crew 
If yeah. uh, anything happens to anybody in that crew, it, you know. I do like the idea that that um, that there was a gunner, uh, but they couldn't. I mean, one of them was the gunner, but they couldn't mention it. Right. For uh, secrecy reasons. I do. I do still like that the idea that we went to the moon and there was already a whole bunch of stuff there and we got like talked to by the cops for like 40 minutes like what do you mean what are you doing and then they let it okay just go over there and shoot your stuff don't film any of this city or they're gonna go to the moon and it's like the the summit of everest where there's just trash everywhere yeah and that was the thing. They were like, also, don't come back to the moon. That's the big joke, right? Or the... Like, we haven't been there in... theory, depending on who you're... The reason we didn't go back to the moon is because someone told us not to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't think that's... There's a pretty fun video of Buzz Aldrin. Like, 85-year-old Buzz Aldrin getting confronted by a moon landing denier. And just I know about punching this. the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where where if you only see that clip, you're like, whoa, I can't believe it. But, you know, apparently the guy had been bugging him for a while. Yeah. Like, this and is you know, sort of the last straw. You gotta imagine, like, Buzz Aldrin uh, actually went to the moon and has been told for the last 50 years by a certain subset of people that he, that never happened and he's a liar. I mean, yeah. what that must do to somebody. Yeah, you did the coolest possible thing. You you trained everyone's like, hard. No, you put yeah. your body through so much. You know, yeah, you risked not, your life. <laughs> it's not like you told somebody that you were going to Fife and then you didn't. You know, that's, <laughs> it's a completely different... Tacoma! Like, like, you know, but just just people coming up to us going, hey, that felt bad a little bit. Well, I Someone mean, to, to our credit, we didn't punch them. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, and we were in the wrong. That's the thing. If we had gone to Fife and people would come up to us and say, <laughs> you never went to Fife, yeah. then, then we might, we'd be like, hey, hold on. Screw you, You're buddy. You're going to get a bunch too. of fives, buddy. Hey, one, two, three, four, yeah. five. <laughs> oh my god. It worked. I liked it. Um, Do you think so, when somebody so, yeah. steals from a convenience store down there, they call it a Fife Finger discount? Oh, jeez. Fife Finger in, just, in general doesn't <laughs> sound right. Um, okay, so here's sticks. something I, I'm, I just want to, to tell the people who are listening, the people that are watching, what keeps on happening is I keep on wanting to tell Ben something and then realizing that I can't and stopping myself. And that's why I'm always going, oh, and then and then having to reset. Because, Ben, you and I will talk about it after the podcast. Is it connected to what we usually talk about after the yep. podcast? Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, and then, of course, uh, um, history was made this week. Oh, right. <laughs> that. Um... We have to mention it. Uh, it is, again, April the 6th. Is that right, Ben? Yes. April the 6th. Um, over the weekend, or, well, you know, during this week, I don't really pay attention too much, but former President of the United States, uh, Donald Trump, was arrested. He wasn't just arraigned, he, he was arrested and arraigned, from what I understand. He was indicted. Um, he um, flew from Florida to New York and, uh, from what I understand, was fingerprinted and photographed and pled not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records in connection to the hush money payments to a... Uh, uh, to Stormy Daniels for an alleged affair in, in, during a campaign year. And That's the, the uh, 
the one thing the news pointed out afterwards is that he is still the most popular Republican <clears throat> candidate. Uh, and the thing that Jennifer pointed out when I you know, read that to her was, if he is in fact convicted, it wouldn't matter. He still could not be president. And then she, she corrected herself and she said, actually, I don't know. I know that you can't be a felon and be in Congress because if you could, and I'm quoting her here, uh, Congress would look a lot different than it does right now. <laughs> it's so yeah, it you know the dude allegedly has a child, uh, a secret child out of wedlock, and yet he is the most famous, he's the most popular candidate for the party of family values. It just boggles yep. the mind. It well, I mean the thing the thing is it's it's. It goes back to something, a, re a regular theme on this show. And we say it not only to criticize people that aren't us, but to criticize ourselves as well. If it's someone that I like, it's okay if they do it. Right. Uh, even if I am morally opposed to it. Um, in the same way, the sort of hypocritical... Um, uh, I, I find this company uh, horrible, yet convenient is another uh, another issue. It's part of uh, just living in the United States in general. What? Uh, living in the Western world in general. Oh, I, there was... So there's a um, there's a bagel shop down the street here that I go to every once in a while. Um, I actually do like their turkey, bacon, bagel sandwiches. Uh, but they... The owner is very, like, pro-police anti-protest like you know it's the shop was like in the middle of the chop right and yeah. he was very not with on on the you know quote right side of whatever he's very yeah. like pro-police brutality or whatever dude's actually running for city council in west seattle the owner of the place i went in there earlier this week and there are campaign signs all for him all over the store and I felt a little gross going in and, and you know, buying a bagel from the guy. And yeah. I can't imagine what it, what, it, what, it, what it would be like to have your to have your boss, you know, regardless of what you think about it. Or if you're, like, it's his business, whatever. He can do what he yeah. wants. But just putting your campaign signs all over the inside of your bagel shop, I, it just feels gross to me. Uh they must be and pretty yet, good bagels. I still, yeah, no, the I was jonesing for one of those turkey bacon bagel sandwiches that yeah, morning, and yeah. so I still got it. I'll tell you, um, uh, I was, I was doing some testing of a, uh, a social media, uh, product once when I was working somewhere where I'm not working now at a time <laughs> when I wasn't working out anyway. Uh, and, and so, you know, you got to see all the stuff that they, they like, and the person whose thing I was testing, who was a, a, you know, a person that I was, uh, working with liked some things that I was like, mm, yeah, that's not, that's not what I like. And it was one of those things where it was, it was like, you could tell that it was unironic. You could tell that the person was like, right. this is what I like to listen to on the radio. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I figured out what it is, is that the implications that one gets from that stuff, right? Like if so, if someone uh, and and I'm I'm making I'm making this up, right? This is not this is not the person, but I'm just saying, if someone uh, is like uh, all their likes are are uh, let's say um, NRA. Um, Civil War reenactment, the South, um, you know, I hate rap music, um, 
<laughs> and, you know, uh, freedom fries are hilarious, whatever. Like, a whole right. bunch of that stuff. Anti-George Soros. Right. Ex- oh, yeah, perfect. And they're still really nice to you all the time, right? It's possible. It's a possible thing, but it's one of those deals where you're like, am I supposed to have a friendly relationship with this person? Is the fact that the two of us could get along um, saying something that that I'm doing wrong? Like, shouldn't this guy not like me? That sort of thing. Um, it is one of the... It's sort of that. Sort of the bagel thing. Like, um, I'll, I'll give you another... There's a, there's a store around here. Uh, very similar. They don't have their campaign posters up, right? But one of the people affiliated with this store is running for an office. And they are absolutely, you know, uh, counter to my values and how I vote and things like that. And yeah. yet, you know, when I purchase something from the store, they are always very nice. There's never, uh, you know, an eye roll or uh, or whatever. So, well, I mean, that's interesting because if you walk in there with like a pride flag and a Black Lives Matter hat, would they still be nice to you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have, I do have my uh, John Brown did nothing wrong shirt that I don't wear that often, uh, but it's a it's a good shirt uh, for sure. <laughs> The reason I don't wear it that often is because I am still uh, overweight, Ben. Uh, Shirt's and, too t- small for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, I've gotten a new doctor. Uh, I don't go to the doctor hardly at all, but I've, I'm turning 50, so I need to. <laughs> and yeah. one of the reasons I picked the doctor that I did was because they kept on getting uh, so i'm in the midwest right they kept on getting uh bad reviews from people saying uh you know she says that i should eat healthier she says that i should exercise more she's all all this all this stuff that i'm like these are things that i need to hear she says i need to watch my cholesterol how dare she exactly um so so you know we'll see we'll see what happens um, the only way I'd like to lose weight is to go outside and shoot guns. Ugh, man. Uh, now, now here's the question. Uh, can I get my arm replaced with a gun uh, that weighs... Le- How much does an arm weigh? Let me think about this. Uh, no. No. The Here's the... Uh, and I've, I've mentioned you before, and I, I do believe this uh, still... When you are rural, having guns makes more sense. And what because of I mean all the feral that, hogs on your land. Well, so here's the thing: feral hogs, and this is this is an actual true thing. And I, I know that I know that this sounds incorrect, but if you are living in a place that does have feral hogs, uh, you absolutely should have. A semi-automatic rifle. But no, but, I mean, but that that's the argument, right? It's not, the Democrats aren't coming to take your guns away. The Democrats want to enact sensible gun legislation because maybe not everybody needs a semi-automatic, you know, rifle. Well, this is the way that I think, this is what I think it really breaks down. Um, Hummers, Humvees, right? Four by, big four by four trucks, all of that stuff seem to me to be kind of the same deal. If you live in a town that has gravel roads and floods and, you know, all that kind of stuff, your big truck makes sense. If you are living in a a, a big city with very little parking spaces and narrow streets and all that kind of stuff... You should not have this giant big truck. And I feel like I feel like it's a sort of the same thing. That if you live like where where my parents do, where I mean even even if you go like if you're going the self defense route, right? And I'm still of the opinion, you know, the pumpkin can of thing, 
it's fun to shoot guns. This is one thing that, that people <laughs> don't talk about whenever they talk about the thing because they're like, well, if we do that, obviously people are going to say that we can't have them in the city. And it's like, true. But, again, this is one of the reasons why people have them. They just don't talk about it. So when stuff doesn't make sense, that's yeah. part of it. You I don't mean, want the semi Jim Jeffries What's has that? a whole bit. Jim uh, Australian comedian Jim Jeffries has a oh. whole bit on like how gun owners don't want to admit that they own guns because it's just fun. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So yeah, I I don't know this person, but yeah, that's exactly the thing. But here's this is this is the real the real thing. Um, you are not always going to be in a situation where your gun is appropriate that's that's the thing that i would say is that you might you might feel like you are you might feel like you should be in you know but there there are sometimes uh i believe it was famously uh leave your guns at home don't bring your guns to town, something to that effect. Uh, now, in that case, it was because the person wanted to start a fight with somebody with their guns and all that. But there, there is this idea that places like Chicago, you need to bring your gun because there are lots of guns in Chicago, lots of gun violence and things like that. No, no you don't. There's there's a big Republican talking point about how, like, Chicago, even with its liberal uh, gun policies, is still the, like, most dangerous city because of all the gun violence. But somebody did a study on all the guns that were captured or seized after violent crimes, and they all came in from outside of the city. So it's not Chicago. Indiana, Indiana exists. You can, yeah. you can go to Indiana and get... And you know the they, did you hear what happened in Florida? I think just this last week, uh, uh, no. Go- Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation getting rid of concealed carry permits for gun owners. In oh Florida. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I did hear about that. Yeah. So yeah. that that should be fine. Uh, I can't wait until no. the next mass shooting that happens in Florida. Uh, see, this is this is something else that I was thinking about. Uh, there's a kid who lived, uh, and I, I'm going to say his name because it, it was, there was a kid that, that I was, uh, in awe of a little bit. He was sort of a bad kid, sort of a wild kid. His name was Eric Pervoznik. My parents live on the land that his, uh, his family had now, but he would like, like, peel out in his car and do all the, you know, the tough kid things. He's a bad boy. And and my mom said uh, something that I'll never forget of, of I well, I can't wait until he hits some child with that car or whatever. And it struck me as being weird. Again, this is the autistic brain kind of thing yeah. of, of why would you want him to do that? And what she's really saying is, I hope he doesn't. Right? Like, she doesn't want it to happen. She's right. saying, I, I can't wait until he does, meaning that maybe then he won't do it because right. he'll realize the, it's something bad. The subtext there is that the only way he won't do that is if he kills somebody. Yeah, but but even then, I was like, no, that's not that's not what you should say. And they, they it took them a long time for... It took a long time for them to explain to me what it was because in in my mind it's like well no it's still it should never happen. He should be he should be able to speed his car down the road as fast as he wants to, forever, <laughs> and a child never gets hit. That's what should happen. Don't hope for something you know crazy, like that. Um, but the reason I mentioned it is that uh, you know, it, it would be it would be interesting if it would be fine. Uh, Florida, there, there's no problems whatsoever, uh, with, with this. I know it's not going to happen, but. You know, the next, the, the next 
school shooting that happens in Florida, not just anywhere, but in Florida, is yeah. going to be connected, whether or not it is, to this new legislation getting rid right, of concealed yes. carry permits. People will, people will bring it up for sure. Uh, do you remember uh, when I lived on Cherry Street? I do indeed. There were a couple of guys, uh, I saw two of them uh, <clears throat> in the time there, who got around the no concealed carry thing uh, by just wearing their guns like like just like a, like a, a cowboy. Yeah. Just like outside of their pants. It was the craziest thing. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, and it, it, it does make you a little nervous when you see that. But again, the, the big thing I would, I would say is that out here where I'm living right now, I'm not as concerned about gun ownership, but uh, at my daughter's school, I am. So yeah. you know how how you know the two, unfortunately, uh, you cannot disconnect the two. In yeah. my opinion, uh, we have a little visitor, and it's this guy. Hey, Edward. Hi, pal. Um, so Edward went to Canada with us. Yeah, how did he? And like it worked it? out. It worked out really well. Uh, pretty good. What about I, the cat? Uh, I got a little, um, a little, like, like, normally I had a sling for him. This time I got a backpack that had him like this mm. the whole time. And so I was able to, like, carry him around. A front and pack. be like, yeah. He had his little, his little, um, emotional support animal thing on. And here's, this is what I've kind of learned. As long as you're not going anywhere, at least in Canada, I think it might be true in the United States as well. As long as you're not going uh, somewhere that serves food, and you've got him in his little harness thing, no one cares that you've got a small dog with you. It in general. I mean, you're supposed to care. Um, at the grocery store down here, they have signs that say, you know only uh service pets allowed yep. right and that doesn't stop a of all it doesn't stop people from just bringing in their big ass dogs that have no you know training whatsoever and yeah. b of all the people who work there don't care i mean what are you gonna i had a friend who worked security one place and he was in charge of like policing that kind of thing yeah and like if and he would say the minute i go up and say like ma'am you can't bring your dog in here once they say this is an um, this is a service animal you have to back off you can't challenge that you know yeah. even if there's no there's no there's no identification there's no jackets or whatever you know what are you well, gonna he's do got, he's got a little collar well yeah i mean uh, you did that, that you, you did that correctly you're not just taking your you know your dog anywhere well, just because the other thing is i i mean this is just a personal thing i wouldn't take him to the grocery store um you know what I mean? Because I've got, in my head, uh, that's that's not a place to like. I would I would maybe take him into a gas station. You know that has food in it, but a grocery store, no. There's just the, yeah. I mean the optics of it, and all that. It just doesn't seem right. Hey buddy, how's it going? Yeah. So this is uh, he's gonna be six years old. Did you know that? I did not. In six, June, huh? six years old. Yep. How long have you had him? Uh, about four years. He was like two. Do you still have your him. cat? Yeah, Abby is still did, alive. Abby, did did you leave Abby at home while you were in um, Canada? Or? Yes, we we got a cat sitter to come in and look in on her. Ah, okay. Abby is pretty self sufficient. Cats like, generally are. Like she would, she wouldn't care if we were gone. <laughs> she'd think, prefer it. Yeah, she'd prefer 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 it. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's bad but good. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm rolling of, my eyes and shaking my head. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, of good, uh, but bad. Uh, the it's good 
that we did this podcast. It's bad that we're we're done with the podcast now, Ben. Oh, we're out of time. Uh, Again, my apologies for not hitting the little button that puts sounds into my cans at the top of the show, and I couldn't hear. But I look forward to what you say. I have. uh, You'll you'll hear me say things like, "Oh, now I'm showing Ben my dinner. I wonder if he can see it." (laughs) Oh, he's still he's still not talking. You know that sort of thing. You know. Yeah. uh, you know, we 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 have a, a strict. Uh, we never listen to the podcast ourselves policy. Uh, right. But one day, Ben, and I think I think it, it may actually happen. One day when I'm old, I might just you know. What was it to like when I was them. almost fifty? Exactly. Uh, you know, if there's a if there's an instance during a show, it happens a couple times where uh, we get disconnected or whatnot. So you and I are talking without hearing yeah. the other one. I will sometimes listen to that section just to see how it lines up because sometimes it does line up in weird ways. Like, yeah. we'll go, uh, we'll go, um, at the very same time. <laughs> you know, sometimes. Nice. Those those little awesome. moments are a lot of fun. Well, Ben, uh, thanks again, and until next time, I would ask for you to please keep it wrong. Keep it wrong, Paul Goody. I'll talk to you next week. All right. And we're clear.